The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Level 3. This is Sports Rage. I am Renzi, the pencil players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. We're throwing it down. It's the Wicked Wednesday. We're not done yet. Jerry Palm's going to step up, and then we got more college basketball talk. We've got more picks. We've got more in-game action. Uh, we've got some basketball tipping off right now in the late night hours. I'm just going to put my golf picks in right now. So, Sungjae to be uh, I'm uh, to him to be um, top 20. Louis Ustay's in top 20. Keith Mitchell, top 20. And uh, Mito Pereira, top 20. I got Louis Ustase in the win at 20 to 1. But I'm, I'm like, I don't go crazy with golf, but I did just put these uh, top 20 picks in. Um, we're on Canada versus Bahrain right now in this cricket match. We got in at Canada minus 120. Canada are now minus 900. It's a 97 over 5 right now. Uh, for Canada. FIBA World Cup qualifications going on. Basketball. A little FIBA action in the late night hours. New Zealand versus India. New Zealand. Minus 38 and a half right now. The game's off and running. It's 10-2 right now for the Kiwis. Wow. 38 and a half, huh? <laughs> 38 and a half. And what's the first, what's the first half number here? First half. We're on a little bit of a roll. We hit the last night we hit the uh we hit the ducks live on the show. First half minus twenty three and a half. Dear God. That's too many points. All right. I'm gonna have to do some quick research here on the fly, but because I am a degenerate, I'll be able to find this quickly. All right. Matthias, this is proven. I'm starting from scratch here right now. All right. Starting from scratch. Let's keep this rolling. Uh Oceana. All right, New Zealand. National team. All right, national team, New Zealand national team, all right. Looks like this is the first game. I see their roster, but this is the first game. I don't see, I don't have, uh, there's nothing like to, to, to say, all right, how's, how's India playing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Generally, I'll tell you what, guys, generally in these instances, and you know I bet a lot of this degenerate international stuff, I'm looking at the points. Because there's an overreaction early. Because it's 12-2 right now. There's an overreaction early and stuff. And, like, how can it's hard to really smoke someone. They're only playing 10-minute quarters as well. It's, like, hard to beat someone by 40 points, man. Like, just how bad are India? That's the question. Oh, boy. Filipino basketball. This, this is like, oh, boy. This is like I'm an alcoholic walking past the bar now. The Mercalo Bolts. Terra Firma Diep. That's a new team. I'm un unaware of those guys. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I've had a nice little run. I'm not going to dip my beak into the Philippines. Even I have my limits. FIBA World Cup qualification. I almost feel uh, it's mandatory to bet it. we got to support the FIBA World Cup. Come on. It's up to 40 and a half right now. New Zealand are up 14-2. <laughs> all right. Let's see. Let's see. Like All right. 16-2. If it gets really stupid with the point spread here, I'm going to jump in on uh, with the Indians. 
Not the Cleveland Indians, the real Indians, India. <laughs> it's funny too, because they you know, change the team of the Cleveland Indians name, and in the cricket league, there's a team, the Mumbai Indians. The late night anger management class, this is Portridge. I am Marenzi. The pips, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. Let's do this thing. It's the Wicked Wednesday. Thanks to the Raging Redhead Cam Stewart and Ian Cameron for throwing it down with us. Jerry Palm uh, will uh, will join us a little bit later on. Uh, we'll get into uh, some bracketology uh, talk. It was a wild night uh, tonight, man. Wild night college uh, basketball. As uh, Providence, the, the Providence game with Xavier. It's one of those weird point spreads in which, you know, come on, man. Why is a team that is like 22-3 and three only laying a point and a half against uh, Xavier. Well, we found out. The game went to triple overtime, but Providence found a way. We've talked a lot about the luck index. Ah, whatever. You got to be good to be lucky. You got to be uh, lucky to be good and all that other stuff. Uh, we've talked a lot of college basketball uh, this week, and we're going to continue it. As I mentioned, Jerry Palm's going to join us. Uh, but um, welcome back. Welcome back. The NBA. The NBA is coming back. The NBA is back on Thursday night. It feels like it's been forever. The Cleveland Cavaliers laying seven and a half points on the road against the Detroit Pistons. Remember, the Boston Celtics were smoking going into the break. Um, they they were they had a nine game win streak, but they lost their last game against uh, the uh, the Pistons. So Celtics take on the Brooklyn. Celtics lay seven. The news from Brooklyn is today the new mayor, and it's funny how politics and coming to play and everything, right? The, the new mayor, uh, what's his name, Eric Adams of uh, New York City, uh, said that he's going to lift the mandate, the uh, the vaccination mandate, um, in the next, in in you know, whatever. He's, he announced he's going to do it as soon as he possibly can uh, type of deal. So now, so in other words, Kyrie Irving is going to be able to play. You know, we kind of always sort of knew that was going to happen. Most of the mandates are starting to be lifted right now across the board for the most part. You know, you see globally. So it's it's not really shocking, but which I guess I shouldn't be shocked. I don't know if they don't if they believe this stuff or they just say it. But I watched a lot of mainstream TV shows today that were talking about you know the fact that Kyrie Irving is going to be able to play. That like suddenly the Nets are like a team to beat or something like that. Come on, man! Do you guys really think that nothing like weird is going to happen from here on out to the Brooklyn Nets again? This is Portrait. Vent your rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley. With premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more. All built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. My name's Bobby and I am an addict. Hey, Bobby. Hey, Bobby. You know, you folks aren't here because you're gamblers. You are here because you are terrible gamblers. Hey, Bobby. These folks don't need to stop doing what they're doing. They just need to get better okay. at it. 
Late Night Anger Management Class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Morency. Throwing it down, Sirius XM Channel 159, Sports Grid Radio Networks. The Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. And uh, speaking of ESPN, we brought this up earlier a little bit uh, earlier. I want to get into this. Uh, so uh, Hall of Famer Troy Aikman is expected to leave Fox Sports to become the main analyst for ESPN's Monday Night Football. The New York Post um, broke the story. Andrew Marshot uh, broke the story. He's, uh, he's great at uh, media, inside uh, inside the media stuff, um, behind the scenes. So Aikman's ESPN deal is going to be for five years, according to sources. His yearly salary is expected to approach or exceed a neighborhood of Tony Romo's $17.5 million per year contract with CBS. Dear God, $17.5 million a year. So, in other words, he's getting a million dollars a game. He's getting a million dollars a game. I think Troy Aikman is great. I'm a big Troy Aikman fan in the booth, and I think it's a great, I think it's a great hire. Yet, I don't think like Troy Aikman brings seventeen and a half million dollars worth. You know what I'm saying? It, but if that's the market, that's the market. And the thing is, I totally get it. You know, he can. Everyone can thank Tony Romo. Tony Romo was way overpaid. Let's just call it out for what it is, right? Tony Romo, and the thing you notice for Romo, Romo's never really gotten better as an announcer. You know what I mean, or as an analyst. Romo's voice, because he always loses his voice midway through the season. His voice has a hard time cutting through, and the little you know call and the play thing is cute a few times, but it's like yeah, whatever, dude. Every any quarterback knows what they're gonna call. Like Greasy can do that too. He doesn't. You know what I mean? You know, like, he's good, but he's, well, he got paid so much money. You know, these guys have good agents. They're the right people, the right place, right time type thing. So, if you're Aikman, you're going to say, listen, Tony Romo's making not $17 million a year. I didn't realize Romo was making that much. I thought Romo was making, like, $12 million a year. So, and even that's a lot, but I didn't realize he was making $17 million a year. But if you're if you're Aikman, you're gonna say, man, that Romo's making that much money, and Romo never even won. I'm a three-time Super Bowl champion, and I've been on TV longer than he has. So yeah, you got to pay me. So the deal is, though, I don't think, I don't think that ESPN was thinking to themselves, we need to hire Troy Aikman, right? I don't think they were like, you know what, we're gonna steal Troy Aikman and we're gonna give him seventeen and a half million dollars a year on a five-year deal. It's a lot of money. Al Michaels is done with NBC, right? Like that that whole NBC thing is done. Yeah, they're still doing games and stuff. But the, um, the you know what I mean? Like uh, Michelle Tafoya retired. Um, Al Michaels' contract is up. And there was talk about Amazon and stuff like that with Michaels. But word is now in, in the same report here, ESPN declines co- a comment. Uh, but Al Michaels... All right, so Al Michaels um, is in negotiations to be the Amazon Amazon Prime Video of Thursday Night uh, Football. All right, so Al Michaels wanted Troy Aikman. So basically, the the the, the deal basically the thought is now um, that um, ESPN would go after Al Michaels. Yet, as the story goes on, they're saying, you know, there's reports that ESPN could go after Joe Buck as well. So, either way, so essentially, either way, basically, Levy, Levy, Brady, um, you know, the Levy, Greasy, Levy, Greasy, I'm getting confused with the names here, Levy, Greasy, I'm seeing Sean Payton in the mix here too, where's Sean Payton going to end up? Steve Levy, Lewis Riddick, and Brian Greasy, uh, they're going to basically be done, all right, like, um, they're going to be done, but, uh, but, ESPN is going to have various feeds, and over the next few years, ESPN has, has an expansion in NFL games from 18 to 25. They will need multiple crews uh, to call them. So they're not, like, getting canned or anything like that. But it's interesting stuff what's going on right now uh, behind the scenes. Like I said, Sean Payton's in the mix getting into TV here. The thing is, is ESPN going to try to cut a deal with – there's no way Al Michaels can do Thursday night – 
and Monday night. Right, that's asking too much. He's 77, and, and, and no one wants to do that. So that, that's asking a little bit too much. I'm seeing here that Fox agreed to give Aikman $13 million a year. And he still left. He still left for the, the 17 and a half. Interesting stuff. Well, we'll see, we'll see, uh, we'll see how this uh, plays out. Because listen, you if you're giving 17 and a half million dollars to Troy Aikman, basically a million dollars a week to do the games. If you're if you're giving uh if you're giving him that much money, you're gonna have to have a big time play by play guy too. You can't just sort of, you know what I mean? You know, the talent needs to match the talent. And as far as Tom Brady is concerned, as, uh, this is another uh, thing, and I don't know what the hell he's doing with this. Is Tom Brady's making a movie, and there's like Sally Fields and Jane Fonda in it and stuff? Like, are you kidding me? I better not mock it. It'll probably like win a. Uh, it'll probably win an Oscar, right? <laughs> it'll, it'll probably win an Oscar. But I was thinking about Monday Night Football, and how the property. You know what I mean? Like, when did it change? It's almost like you know, jumping the sharks, like the Simpsons. When did the Simpsons start sucking? And I love the Simpsons, but let's just call it up for what it is. The Simpsons sucks now, right? So, and as somebody that knows and I've watched pretty much, I haven't watched every episode of the Simpsons. People think I have, but I haven't. I don't know episodes of the Simpsons from like season 15 on, right? And I've watched them on like replays and stuff online. So I've seen, like I sort of did my own little study once. I was like, all right, when, when does it start to suck? Right. And I got to tell you right around like season 13, seems like the first, the first 10 years were strong. Even like 11 and 12 was good. Seems like when it got to year 13, 14, whatever, they started to slip. And now it's just terrible. Now you look at, you look at Monday Night Football. Uh, you had, uh, you know, and the first, the first ever guy was Keith Jackson, but he only did it for a year. Whoa, Nelly, the, the voice of college football. Keith Jackson was the first uh, play-by-play guy. Keith Jackson, Howard uh, Cosell, and Don Meredith. Turn out the lights, the party's over. Um, and then they brought in Frank Gifford. Right Then it was Frank Gifford, Howard Cosell, and Don Meredith. And it was like that way for, for years in the 70s. Uh, then Fred Williamson was brought on board for a year. Frank Gifford, Howard Cosell, Don Meredith, Fred Williamson. Then for years, it was uh, Frank Gifford, Howard Cosell, Alex Karras for a couple of years. Then it was back to uh, Frank Gifford, Howard Cosell, Don Meredith. So that's sort of when I started watching, right, in, in you know that, that era, like 77 type thing. And that was my early Monday Night Football, Frank Gifford, Howard Cosell, and Don Meredith. And then they brought in Fran Tarkenton. Then they brought in O.J. Simpson. And it was always sort of the consistent. Frank Gifford, Don Meredith, O.J. Simpson. Eventually, uh, Don Meredith retired. They, and then for one year, they had Frank Gifford, O.J. Simpson, and Joe Namath. <laughs> That's pretty badass. Uh, then they had Al Michaels and Frank Gifford. Then And then for years, there was this run. You guys remember this. I like this run, too. Some people, you know, they do this and that. But Dan Deardorff. Al Michaels, Frank Gifford, and Dan Deardorff for years. Al Michaels, Frank Gifford, Dan Deardorff, Lynn Swan. Al Michaels, Dan Deardorff, Boomer Esiason. Al Michaels, Boomer Esiason. Al Michaels, Dan Fouts. All right, that's where we lost it. Not because of Dan Fouts, but Dennis Miller. The year 2000. There we go. That was a train wreck of all train wrecks. I'll give him credit for trying, but it sucked. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Ah. 
The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. I can't believe we're on the Canadian Olympic basketball team. Yep, it's just that easy. <laughs> Wow, that was close. You can be the center. Late night anger match request. This is Sports Rage. I am Renzi. People in the chat were asking about salaries and stuff like that. As we were talking about uh, Troy Aikman set to sign a $17.5 million deal. For the record, he was making $7.5 million. And I don't know who what everybody is making, uh, but I we do have the top um, we do have the top earners here in the business. We have the top earners in in the business. Mike Greenberg, Mike Greenberg, ESPN, makes six and a half million dollars a year. Troy Aikman was making seven and a half million dollars a year at Fox. And um, I guess they, like we just said, they offered him a new deal at $13 million a year, and he's taken a $17.5 million a deal, a year deal with ESPN to do Monday Night Football. Skip Bayless. This is actually disheartening to find out that Skip Bayless makes $8 million a year. <laughs> Dear God. Well, this is why he says all the stupid things that he says, right? Mike Tarico, somebody in the chat asked about Mike Tarico because Tarico's taken over the, uh, the the Sunday Night Football right for without Michael's leaving. Mike Tarico makes ten million dollars a year. Thing is, um, thing is with um, with Tarico is he can do he can do various sports right. Like there, you know, NBC gets their bang for their buck for for Tarico. You know, he can do Notre Dame football on Saturdays. He can do the Sunday night football for them, and he can't pull the rock star like Al Michaels deal. Like that's like Al Michaels is seventy seven, right? Like Tarico is a little different. Like they give him ten million dollars and they tell him, "Listen, you're doing this, right?" Al Michaels like I'm not doing this. Like Al Michaels like I'll sign a deal to do one game a week for you. Right, Tariko signs a deal where they're like, "Listen, you're going to do the Olympics, you're going to do Notre Dame, you're going to do Sunday Night Football, you're going to do this, you're going to do that." Right, like whatever, they're going to run him into the ground. Right, they're paying him that money. Jim Nance, Jim Nance uh, is in the ten million dollar range. Ten point five million for Nance, ten million for Joe Buck. So it seems like ten million is the going rate for the top play-by-play guys. Jim Nance, and Jim Nance, multi-dimensional too, right? That's the key. If you only do one sport, you're not going to get this type of money. Like Joe Buck can seamlessly, you know, go from from baseball into football. It's not easy to do that. Um, Jim Nance can go in from college basketball, NFL football. He can do golf for you. Um, you know, if you if you ever get the Olympics or you do something sappy, you can do hello friends and all that type of stuff. Yeah, Nance makes ten and a half million. Stephen A. Smith makes twelve million a year. He just recently signed that deal, twelve million dollars a year. Michael Strahan making bank. Strahan makes seventeen million dollars a year. And that that's combined. Strahan's one of the rare dudes that gets away with like uh, working for different networks. Right, he's the co-host of Good Morning America, 
and uh, on ABC, and he's, uh, of course, he's the Fox football analyst and in the studio during the NFL season. And Strahan has a lot of endorsements and stuff, too. He's a likable guy. Uh, $17 million a year for Michael Strahan. Tony Romo, $18 million a year. Yeah, Romo signed a 10-year, $180 million deal. He's made more money than he did as a player. And then the two highest people in the sports media business right now, Jim Rome. Jim Rome, $30 million a year he makes. He's making $30 million a year, Jim Rome. And you know, after you wonder, like, how? Like, really? You know what I mean? And listen, I'm a big Jim Rome fan. Like, I love Jim Rome, right? So I'm a kind of distant. I wanted to go say, say hi to him at, uh, when we were on Media Row. I met him once before, but uh, I wanted to go over again and, uh, and speak to him. But I, I just never did. Timing was never right, whatever. Um, but I'm a big Jim Rome fan. But even I'm surprised to find out. It's like, really? He's making $30 million a year now? Like, Jim Rome's not, you know what I mean? He's big, but... You know, it seems like he was bigger years ago. You know what I'm saying? He does his thing now, and you know what I mean? He's rich as hell. He does his thing, and he loves it and stuff. But, like, you know what I mean? He used to be bigger, right? And, or, you know what I mean? Just sort of, you know, there's there was less competition. Now there's a million. You know, you got the bar stools. And, and then it leads us into the next man, Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee, who recently just signed the, uh, the four-year deal as well in the same $30 million a year range. So McAfee is actually number one with um, number one with Jim Rome, $30 million a year. And it's funny because there's a couple of people that aren't on this list that they bitched about uh, they bitched about McAfee's deal publicly. <laughs> and now I see why, because they're they're not on this list. These these guys on the list don't care. They're making money. But remember, a Boomer Esiason was like Pat McAfee. I've never heard of him. The only reason I've ever heard of this guy is because Aaron Rodgers goes on his show. And that was just sort of like, yeah, well, really? I mean, Pat McAfee is on Friday Night SmackDown. <laughs> like, he is kind of everywhere, right? It's not just because Aaron Rodgers. Like, you know, McAfee was already big before Rodgers. Rodgers went on the show because the show was big, not the other way around. Um, right? Um Michael Wilbon squat was bitching about uh, Wilbon bitched about McAfee making all that money too. Who the hell is this guy? He's just a punter in the NFL. He's making all his money as a show, whatever. And as you see, they're only bitching because they're not on this list. Stephen A. Smith's making 12 mil, so he's not going to complain, right? But you know, Boomer size and works hard. I like Boomer too. Boomer works hard. He does his radio shows, and he does the TV stuff in New York, and then he does the NFL stuff. So Boomer's busting his ass and stuff like that. I get it. But Boomer was like, oh, you know, McAfee just shows up, and he's getting all this money. And thing is, Boomer didn't understand. He goes, I don't understand, because Boomer said on his show, he did a segment on it. He's like, he said, I don't understand how McAfee can return that type of money. Right, he said, "I don't understand how, like, you know, what I mean, like, where's the money come from?" And he goes, "Oh, it's a bad deal and stuff like that." But what Boomer and these older dudes don't get is companies want, like, why do you think Barstool is so popular, right? Because Barstool reaches these college kids and stuff. Like, you get customers for life. Why do you think credit card companies hang around high schools and want to sign you up, right? Sort of like, you know, what I mean, first rocks free kid, right? You know that type of deal. All right, you get the brand early, and then you're going to be, you know, your brand, you know, with that brand for life. Right? Like, if you start betting with FanDuel when you're 22 years old and stuff like that, and they never cause you any problems and stuff, you're still going to be betting with them 10 years later, right? 20 years later. Right? Like, it's it's all about, like, brand association with this stuff, and the old guys don't really get that. You know, they're great at talking about football and stuff, but they don't understand, like, you know, they don't understand crypto. They don't understand NFT. They don't understand how sports books have all the power now, right? Like, they don't, it's a changing dynamic. But even me, and I know about all this money stuff, and even I'm a little bit like, wow. Like, you know, wow, it's a lot of money. So, like, uh, like Jim Rome, thing is, Jim Rome's a genius, and the thing with Rome is he owns, like, his radio rights, 
But I guess he's been around long enough. He used to be with Westwood One, and he had like different deals and stuff. But I, you know, when the deals expire, he's rich enough. So think of every affiliate that he has. He's getting like money for this, right? It's like selling records type thing. He's getting paid in like you know 480 markets every day. Plus, he's got his TV gig. He's got, you know, the radio show nationally, not just to mention the AM affiliates and stuff that he's getting paid for. Like, Rome's just raking it in. Although, Jim Rome's more into his horses and stuff now, right? He's into racing. You can afford it. (laughs) We always tell people, see, I'm a talk show host, and I owned a horse. I'd like to be like Jim Rome, but I'll never make $30 million a year in this industry. I'd have to, like, become, like, the biggest cocaine dealer in the United States to make this money. <laughs> I hate to break it to you, Matthias, but we're not making 30 mil. At this point, if I was going to do it, what would that happen? We're going to have to be like Randy Lanier, Randy Lanier, the guy in the Netflix documentary. Bad sport. We're going to have to, like, bring in 165,000 keys. <laughs> and then we can make $30 million. And uh, we'll also do 30 years in jail. But 30 mil. But, yeah, Rome can afford. That's why Rome has horses in the Kentucky Derby and stuff like that. He can afford if it doesn't go well. Some serious, serious coin uh, right there. Lots of jealousy in the the sports media world. But you know what? I'm happy to see Pat McAfee doing his thing and uh, clicking with the young people with their niche. Yeah, yeah. You know what? You just Remember when we were in radio? They let all the fans in. He yeah, had his Khalif up there rapping and the whole thing, man. He knows how to get the groove going. Yeah, he was the only one that had that, right? He thought about the people. No, no, we're going to get these people in, right? Like, like, exactly. He connects. It's all about authenticity. But you just nailed it. You read my mind, actually. You, you nailed it as far as jealousy. And I don't, I don't get jealous of this stuff. To me, it inspires me more. You know what I mean? To me, it's like, all right. Yeah, I mean, like, oh, it's not fair. This guy's not worth it, and they're not worth it. It's like, I don't know, like, they earned it. They they, they got the deal. They did it. <laughs> it's like when you see somebody with a super hot chick, and you're like, how the hell did they do it? Well, they did it. It's like George Costanza. You know, how did you get a place and a job? Don't worry. I did it. It's done. <laughs> I think the greatest takeaway from all of this, though, is that I am underpaid. <laughs> that is the, I think that is the moral of this story. Jerry Palm joins us next. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Thank you. 
Sports Rage Late Night continues. I am Gable Morenzi. We're breaking it down. Sirius XM Channel 159. The Mighty Year 1090. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates, but you already know that. Let's bring in one of my favorite guests, Jerry Palm, who, uh, CBSSports.com, who evidently makes a lot more money than I thought he did because I saw, Jerry, that an unnamed better dropped $55,000 on the Boilermakers to win the championship. And I was thinking, man, Jerry's like making bank. He's dropping 55 dimes on Purdue to win. So it was an unnamed better. Was it you, Mr. Jerry Palm? Was it you? No, here's the thing about that. I never, I would never bet my team, period. I just, I, I, no way am I betting my team. Good you're or bad like, or indifferent. I'm just. You're like Pete Rose. Too invested. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I'm not that invested, but I'm, just, I'm too invested emotionally, and betting is not a good thing if you're, if you're emotional. So, no, nah, I, 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 uh, you know, I'd be willing to bet other stuff, but I'm not. I'm not betting on my on my own team. Hey, listen, emotions are running high right now in college basketball. And listen, you're one of the best to do it and ever to do it. You know, the bracketology and break all this stuff down. Is it just me, or are there more teams than usual on the bubble? And so, pretty like you no. know, no. Is it this normal? Per is this par for the course this year? Yeah, it's really more a function of the schedule and how much of the schedule is left than it is you know, the teams themselves. And, you know, of course, your definition of bubble might be might be different than mine. But um, usually, the, you know, you I, I don't even start writing bubble watch until the beginning of February because, you know, until you're like four weeks away from the selections or maybe five, the bubble's too big. But then as the season pairs down, teams are playing their way on and off. And the – the fewer number of games left for each team reduces the number of chances that they have to play their way on. So the bubble just pairs down because of the number of opportunities left uh, and the number of teams with enough opportunities left to play their way either on or off. And, well, okay, let's agree. There are a lot of big games coming up. And I totally get your point as far as not more teams, just there's only a few games left now, and it's getting real. But, you know, I'm just looking. Let's let's talk about the Mountain West, actually. So San Diego State, how how bad or, you know, was that a devastating loss uh, against uh, Boise? Heartbreaking loss at that. I mean, there were four lead changes in the last minute of the basketball game. San Diego State, they could have buried it. They missed a couple of free throws. Talk to me about the Aztecs and where they're at as far as the tournament is concerned? Well, they've still got chances. And the nice thing about the Mountain West this year, they're having a great year as a league. I think the last time they put three teams even in the NCAA tournament was like 2015. They've got a shot at four this year. So we'll see how it finishes. San Diego State is the fourth of those teams. So obviously it would have been great to get a road win at Boise. But I don't think that eliminates them. And especially when you consider they still have Wyoming coming up and the conference tournament. So for San Diego State, you know, they don't have a bad loss. The problem is they don't really have a great number of, you know, what you'd call quality wins. But they did beat St. Mary's in the West Coast Conference, second-best team in that league. They beat Colorado State, the second-best team so far, maybe even the best, in their own league. And they still still have Wyoming at home. So, But what they've got to do is take care of the other games. You know, the San Jose State, they, maybe you have to win – you know, at Nevada, which isn't going to be easy. You know, those games are going to matter, too, because the the thing that you can say about them right now, they don't really have a bad loss. They've got to make sure they don't take a bad loss between now and the end of the of the season and then see how many, you know, decent wins that they can get to impress the committee. I don't think, um, you know, UNLV are kind of coming out of nowhere right now, and they would have to continue to win a lot of basketball games. But without no, being stated, no, like I wanted to ask you, so how close are they? Because they're kind of they've snuck up on everybody, haven't they? It's like, hey, look at UNLV; they keep okay. winning. Yeah, but UNLV isn't going to be an NCAA tournament team that's at large. They're just they're not no. sneaking up that far. But they host the conference tournament, so you know they only have to win what three on their home floor. Which they never do, though, right? Even when they were good, they never really won at home. Yeah, it's just happened before. But you're, you're you know, look, you're, you can only if you're not very good, then I don't care where you're playing. It's probably <laughs> no, that's, a, that's a good point. You know, I just bring it up, Jerry, because I live in Vegas. Hot, yeah, if they're coming in hot and playing on their home floor, that's not an insignificant advantage uh, for UNLV. 
I just remember there was talk about some, a few of the coaches were like, you know, it's kind of ridiculous at the Mountain West tournaments in Vegas all the time. Yep. I think it was Steve Alford with New Mexico. He said, listen, they haven't won in nine years, and we don't really have a problem with this. Like, he sort of took well, a pot shot at them. Yeah, it has to do with the, the quality of the program, right? But, yeah, yeah, I know, get it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when they're good, you know, it's it's an advantage, and and they don't have to be the best team in the league. They can be like the third best team in the league, right? And that's then it becomes a significant advantage playing at home. Jerry, Jerry Palma with us. Jerry, you know, normally we talk about the West Coast Conference. Listen, it's Gonzaga, and I guess if you don't get smoked in the championship game and you have a good record, you might get in. I, I've, I've been wondering about this, and I brought it up, and I'm glad that we have you on because you're the guy to ask about this. I, I was, I, you know, I was asking sort of handicappers and you know, speaking out loud. I'm like, man, how many of these teams can actually get in the tournament in the West Coast Conference? There's some pretty good basketball teams uh, here right now. Specifically, let's talk. Talk to me about the San Francisco Dawn, St. Mary's. Uh, you know, they, St. Mary's. They normally get buried if it's not hot. They can't beat Gonzaga, and they better look good doing it. They're going to but they're genuinely a good team. Seems like the yeah. Dons are, are sort of right there. Talk to me about the West Coast Conference teams. Sure, they. This is it's funny. I even said this during the bracket reveal show the other day. It's been a great year for basketball west of the Rockies. Yeah. Pac-12 hasn't really been part of it. It's been the Mountain West for three or four teams deep for the NCAA tournament, and then a couple of other teams that are not far behind that group, but probably not tournament quality. Well, the West Coast Conference is the same thing. Three or four NCAA tournament teams. Uh, BYU is the the bubbliest of that group, and then. You know, Santa Clara is a good team. Yeah, they just probably aren't going to make the NCAA tournament, but you better show up to play them. So it's been unusual depth in both of those leagues this year, and that helps Gonzaga too because now it's not like there's only one team in the league, which is much more typical that it's Gonzaga and one other team. Now they've got, you know, three or four teams that they can play that actually are quality wins on their tournament resume. So, um, and they're all wins because they're still head and shoulders better than everybody else. But uh, and one of the best teams in the country. My favorite going into the tournament would be Gonzaga. But yeah, they're St. Mary's is having a good year. San Francisco's having a good year. You know, neither one of those teams. Well, San Francisco took a bad loss to Portland at home, um, which you know they can't do that again. Uh, St. Mary's doesn't have one. And then BYU has been. They were doing great until they had a four-game losing streak. Uh, in the middle of conference play here. They seem to have bounced back from that. But now that because of that, their margin for error uh, is pretty much gone. BYU has to finish strong if they're going to make the tournament. CBS Sports' Jerry Palma joining us. I am Gable Morancy, Sirius XM Channel 159, Sports Grid Radio Networks. Yeah, it's a great point that you raised as far as there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of programs that are having great seasons on the West Coast. And the Pac-12, you know, the Pac-12 was so criticized last year. UCLA, they had not just UCLA, but they had the great run in the tournament. The, the entire conference uh, did. Right. And now we're just sort of back to people not paying attention to them too much. But I've been talking a lot about Arizona on, on the team. I'm a massive uh, Matherin fan. Um, yeah, I, I just – yeah, he's a tough kid. I know his story. I know people close to him. He's just a tough kid. And I, I've been telling people, this isn't your country club volleyball Arizona team, guys. These kids are mentally tough. These kids have played street ball. Like, they're a different yeah. – it's not the typical Arizona team. Am I crazy in telling people this, Jerry? No, no. And they've shown their resiliency in some of the games that they've played here recently. You know, that the, they've, they've had to grind through some of these games that they've played of late. And not always against great teams, but it doesn't really matter. You, you know, it's not always going to be easy. And Arizona has found a way to win the games that, you know, where things aren't going right or, you know, it's, uh, I remember, you know, one of the things that concerns me about Purdue is, you know, they're not a great defensive team, right? And Matt Painter says, look, when your shots aren't falling, how are you going to win the game? And that's what he asked his team. Well, Arizona has found ways to win games when things aren't going right. And that's a, a great quality to have. It's a reason why they're a number one seed and a reason why they could make a deep run in the NCAA tournament because things don't have to be perfect for them to find ways to win. Talk to me about the Ducks a little bit uh, right now. They, you know, they sort of stumbled out of the gate. They had injuries, rebuilding the roster. Uh, but I, I've got a ton of respect for Altman and what he does uh, here. How far away are they? What, what do the Ducks have to do right now from here on out? Well, they need to stop screwing up because really the thing about Oregon is They've really had some terrible losses. They've got the the sweep of the L.A. schools on the road. 
that's great. But then, you know, you lose at home to Cal, you lose at home to Colorado, you lose at home to Arizona State, and on the road to Arizona State. You know, and it's just, it's too much. You know, and, and in the Pac-12, you don't get the opportunity to make up for those games because there's only three teams that you can play that help you. And now they're done with Arizona, I think. Um, but they have the L.A. schools coming back to Oregon. You know, that's, those games are vital for Oregon's chances. If they don't win either one of those games, I don't see a path to an at-large bid step because I don't know how they make up for all of the negative games that appear on their uh, tournament resume. Well, I guess I'll have to bet him to win the NIT if that happens after the fight, if it comes down. So that uh, we've only got a couple of minutes left, and I always appreciate your time, uh, Jerry. Uh, Florida Gators, massive win against Auburn uh, over the weekend, and then they fall short against Arkansas. I kind of thought they were going to fall short against uh, Arkansas, but what's your take on the Gators moving forward right now? Oh, I yeah, love this Hog team. Yeah, I love yeah. this Hog team as well. Yeah, well, they're, they're starting, Arkansas starting to play like we thought they would at the beginning of the year. Took them a couple of months to to get get the role going, but yeah, they're a good team. Um, Florida is, is, is you know really close to the cut line. Could go either way. They've got you know that was a big opportunity last night that came short. No, you know, but there are more because they're in the SEC, so they've got other chances. Now they've got two road games, Georgia and Vanderbilt coming up. Those are must wins. I mean, they're road games in a league. Georgia's already you know stung a couple people. You got to win those games. And then take your chances with Kentucky at home to end the regular season and probably going to have to beat one of the tournament caliber teams at least in the conference tournament uh, to, to feel any level of comfort about getting into the NCAA tournament. But they got to take care of business in the games against teams that you just have to win. And finally, in closing, I'll throw the Memphis Tigers at you, Jerry, because I find it interesting that I have a lot of guys on the show, and they've got sleepers, and they're betting on this team, and I hear, you know, Memphis are really dangerous. Memphis are really dangerous. And I'm thinking, well, don't they have to be in the tournament to actually win the tournament? So what what about the Memphis Tigers? Where are you at with this team? You know, it's funny because Memphis can be dangerous, but sometimes they're dangerous only to themselves. Um, yeah. <laughs> the win over Houston was huge for them, and especially on the road. And they're going to get them again at home, I think, to end the regular season. Uh, but they were swept by SMU. They lost to East Carolina. They lost to um, Mississippi. They lost to Tulane. They lost to Georgia. I mean, it's <clears throat> that's a lot to make up for in a league that doesn't give you a lot of chances to do that. And then they get swept by SMU. So that's you know, two chances gone. It's, it's going to be tough for Memphis. They're like my last team in today, but you know, they've got to take care of business. They've got to be consistent. And that hasn't been their MO this year, but they get uh, Temple, Wichita state at South Florida, Houston. So three out of four at home to finish the season. And they just have to get hot, you know, right now it's time is running out. Uh, I don't know that they have to beat Houston at home, but it certainly would help to beat Houston at home. But they got to win the other games first because that's been Memphis this year. You know, they, they'll do something good and then do something bad. Do something good, do something bad. They haven't got time left. There's no more time for them to do something bad. Jerry Palm, CBSSports.com. It's always a pleasure, Jerry. I know you're super busy, so I always really appreciate you taking the time to be here, especially at this time of the year. Uh, look forward to catching up with you down the road, my man. All right, thanks. Take care. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. 
Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Oh, yeah. Thanks to Jay Palm. Always great talking college basketball uh, with Jared. Like what he said, no, you know, there's just not that many games left uh, right now as far as more teams being on the bubble. It just seems, though, there's a ton of teams. There's, you know what? There's a ton of teams with a puncher's chance still to get in. There just seems to me there's a lot of teams that around that, like, 17 and 11 type stuff in which, yeah, you're not in a great conference and stuff, and that's not going to get you in. But if you win a bunch of games and you won your conference tournament, well, you won your conference tournament, you're in uh, automatically. But um, I'm not ready to discount somebody's team. Like, specifically, the uh, the West Coast Conference. Normally, it's just Gonzaga, man. It's like Gonzaga, and you feel bad for St. Mary's. You know what I mean? It's like, man, you kind of feel bad for St. Mary's here, but they're not getting in now because they just got smoked in the title game. This year, it's different. You know what I mean? Like BYU are a tournament-worthy team. St. Mary's are a tournament-worthy team. The Dons are knocking on the door uh, right now. So speaking of knocking on the door, the Ducks, we've talked about the Duck game, UCLA. The Ducks have had too many bad losses this year. All right? And they can erase this with some nice wins down the stretch. The Ducks routinely step up. You know what I mean? Like, you know, in the Pac-12 conference tournament, they'll step up. And now this is their time of the year right now. And we always say this, you know, but it's a little bit different in the NFL and in pro sports, you know, late in the season, all the team needs. The, just because you need something doesn't mean you're going to get it. I need to make $30 million a year. I'm not going to get it. Just because you need something doesn't mean you're going to get it. But let's be real. The duck season's on the line. I think they're up to it. All right. If they lose, they're going to lose at the buzzer and a heartbreak or something. Take the ducks plus the three. Other than that, you're on your own. Later. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.